Welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. So today, the ambitious podcast is going to be what I want Katie to know now. So I woke up this morning and I was just so inspired to do this podcast. So I want to just read you some excerpts of something I wrote this morning. Usually in the morning, I don't write. I journal. I don't get on my laptop and start clicking away. That's just like not in my daily rituals. But I just felt this huge pull to create this content today because I always say to myself, if I feel a certain way, most of my ambitions out there probably are feeling the same exact way. So today is all about if I could go back in time and tell the younger version of myself the top 10 things that would have gotten her ready for living life ambitiously, these are the top 10 things that I would tell my younger self. So hopefully, no matter what age that you are right now, currently, that these 10 things are going to help you level up right now, no matter if you're 17 years old listening to the Ambitious Podcast or you are 70 years old listening to the Ambitious Podcast. So I want to just read to you kind of what I wrote and then just do like a deeper dive into each different topic. So bear with me. This is what I wrote this morning. I am totally just bearing my soul to you, sharing my thoughts, my inspiration. And that's truly what this podcast is all about. So this is what I wrote this morning. I woke up this morning with a sense of melancholy and a feeling of ever-present change. This time of year always gets me like that. Fall is a time of release, of letting go. The trees begin to turn color and in the end must give up their leaves to the wind and the old them must die, so that in the spring they can be reborn. We are no different from these perennial beings. We, like them, have no choice. Nature is nature. The change of season from summer to fall always reminds me to reflect and then to release any burdens I have been carrying with me. It is truly about accepting the impermanence that all life here on earth experiences. It is a time to relax and open our hearts, to be inspired to live in the moment. Thich Nhat Hanh once said, letting go gives us freedom, and freedom is the only condition for happiness. If, in our heart, we still cling to anything anger, anxiety, or possessions, we cannot be free. There is always a deep sense of loss in the autumn for me. 
not so much a loss that aches, but more of a loss that must be given up by me and only me. A quest to unsully myself on a physical, mental, and spiritual plane. A nostalgia arises in me like no other time of the year. It is deep, ancient, and smoldering. I was hypnotically peering out the window this morning, looking upon the forest in my front yard while tightly clutching my ceramic cup, filled to the brim with a Brazilian blend that mimics the flavor of smoky bourbon. And as I was taking in life outside through the cloudy pane, a voice softly whispered to me. It was faint at first, but then grew louder and more convincing. It asked, What would you tell your younger self if you could go back in time and your words could equip her with everything she needed to live a life of peace, calm, joy, and prosperity? What would you tell her to help her come into commune with the truth that we, like the autumn arbors, must let go and surrender so that she, we, can now live the rest of our lives? the best of our lives. I then plopped myself on my cream, overstuffed couch, and wrapped myself up in a faux blush pink lamb fur and closed my eyes. I thought long and hard, deep breaths and deeper thoughts. I allowed myself to dive vastly into the infinite, my true self, the real Katie, It came over me like a wave of consciousness. If I could go back in time and tell Katie what she needed to know, this is what it would be. These are the 10 most vital realizations of my morning meditation. So that was just a little bit of an intro into what I wrote this morning for myself and obviously for my tribe, my ambitions from all over the world. So here are the top 10 things that if I could go back and talk to my younger self, this is what I would tell her. So number one, this is hardcore. Don't wait for or lean on others' approval or accolades to measure your successes and self-worth in this world. If you always do the right thing, and come from a place of love and purpose, you will never have to wait for reinforcement. And you will never have to rely on recognition from others. Fulfill your own needs first. Always give others compliments and love. The compliments and love that you would in turn desire to receive. And in turn, you will always get what you give out. Karma is a boomerang and the law of the universe. So there are many, many, many laws of the universe, but karma is definitely one of the number one. Approve of yourself. Celebrate your wins. Heal your own wounds and no one else's approval will be needed or even matter. I think that if you have read Ambitious the book, in one of the first chapters I write, the woman who does not require validation from anyone is the most powerful in the universe. And I truly believe that. 
So let me go back to my writing. So heal your own wounds and no one else's approval will ever be needed or even matter. Then when people give you acknowledgement, you can simply thank them and let it move through you. That is freedom like no other. I have been such a prisoner of this. I create something. I write something. I do something. And I am just sitting on bended knee, right? Like just waiting for the person on Instagram to say how amazing I am or have someone give me 10,000 hearts on Facebook or have someone write a review about my book or about my protocol or whatever it is. And I've noticed recently, and maybe it's because, you know, the book came out and I expected, you know, people just to be like, oh my God, darling, darling, it's amazing. And while people have, in my mind, I was like, wow, I just thought more people would tell me how great I was and how great this book is and how genius I am. And it started to really become a noose around my neck in the last couple weeks and last couple months. And I started to realize, God, if I could go back from the beginning and tell Katie, you know, how to truly live life ambitiously, this would be the number one. So let me repeat number one to you. So it really sticks in your brain. Don't wait for or lean on others' approval or accolades to measure your successes and self-worth in this world. Number two, stop wishing your current situation to be different. Let me say that again. Stop wishing your current situation to be different. So much unhappiness in this world is experienced through living in the past or chomping at what the future may bring. Many experts say that anxiety is experienced from perseverating about the future and depression is experienced by wishing the past could have been different. Be here now. Treat life as a game. Every time you feel your mind drifting to places other than here and now, tell your mind to cut the shit and come back to center. This is a discipline and it will take time. It may even take a lifetime or two to master it, but it can happen if you practice being in the present. You are exactly where you need to be to gain the knowledge and lessons that you must learn and experience to evolve your soul during this earthly experience and incarnation. This is huge. I wish I could go back and tell baby Katie, be right exactly where you are in this present moment. Stop thinking about how you could have done things differently and start stop thinking about what the past will bring, I mean, and what the future will bring and where you've been in the past because it's holding you back and it's keeping you from experiencing life here and now. So number two, the things that I wish that I could go back and say to my younger self is stop wishing your current situation to be different. You don't know why you're here now. You need to be here in this moment for a lesson, for a reason, okay? Be here now, good or bad, don't judge it. Just know that all of this is happening for your highest, greatest good. 
and I'm not spiritually bypassing and I'm not being toxically toxically positive. I'm saying this to you and to myself. So number three, the negative talk in your mind is not your true self. The negative talk in your mind is not your true self. Most of the thousands of thoughts that we think in a single day is not our true inner voice and is not our guardians and our guides and our intuition. As Florence Scovel Shin describes in her book, The Game of Life and How to Play It, the voices we hear throughout our day that are not kind, uplifting, or inspiring come from what she describes as the army of the aliens. The army of the aliens are placed in our minds to deter us from listening to our divine intuition and ultimately will lead us to a very happy and successful existence. The more people listen to those voices and take them as our voices, the longer we will be kept from experiencing bliss, which is, at the end of the day, our birthright. We are not the thoughts. We are merely the thinker of the thoughts, and most of them are coming from our subconscious minds and not our intuitive divine selves. We must and need to learn how to differentiate the two to have joy and harmony throughout our lives. Once you know what is true and once you know what is alien, life will be unbounded and full of joy and love and light and peace and harmony and all of the core desired feelings that we desire to feel on a daily basis. So guys, remember all those voices in your head that's like, you're not enough, you're stupid, who do you think you are to do this? You're going to fail, you're a loser, you're fat, you're ugly, whatever, okay? And I have like all of those and more just circulating on loop in my mind on a daily basis. Now, because of my spiritual practices, have they gotten less? Absolutely. But it doesn't mean they're going to go away in in total, So understand that those thoughts are not truly you. So just let them move through you like a fart in the wind. Don't judge them. Don't hold on to them. Just let them move. And the more you practice that, the better your life will be, right? So this is the fourth thing that I wish I could go back and tell my younger self. Quit hurrying. One of the things that took me way too long to learn and accept And obviously, as you guys know, because I show up here week after week on the podcast, I'm still diligently and tenaciously working through this as as, uh, a process, right? So once you understand that the hurry is keeping you small, your life becomes abundant and enjoyable. So I really truly believe in in my heart of hearts that if you come at life from a place of trust and flow and just chill energy, your life is going to change. It's going to change for the better. And we are trying to jam the square peg in the round hole constantly. When we say things like, gotta grind, gotta hustle, sleep when I'm dead, all this bullshit. And then we do that instead of just flowing with the universal life force energy that guides each and every one of us. When we use too much logic and not enough of our intuition, we achieve success only to say to ourselves, is that all there is? Is this all there is? Slow and steady wins the marathon. 
flow, don't hustle. Trust and stop manipulating. Just be and achieve everything. So (laughs) I am culprit to this, trying to always jam and cram and, you know, push the square peg in the round hole and, you know, not listening to my divine intuition. And, you know, it's just unhealthy. And the slower that I get and the more present and still that I become, the more I achieve success. And as you guys knew last podcast, right, I had, I was like, I'm not happy. I had this like epiphany, like I'm like, fuck, is this really all that life is, is just a constant circular motion of bullshit? Now I know why people get depressed. Now I know why people get overwhelmed and they're just like, oh my God, what's the point? So I started realizing that so much of my sadness and anxiety and depression and just feeling like, you know, you reach this goal and then you're just like, wow, I thought this was going to be way cooler. It's because we're just hurrying. We're hurrying our lives away. You know, I hear so many of my clients go, I just have to get through this week and then I'll be fine. And then the next week comes and you go, oh, I just have to get through this week. And then the weekend I'll have to, I'll get time to rest or I'll have time to spend with my family or I'll have time for self-care. That's a fucking lie. And it's a trap. It's a trap, you guys, that we set for ourselves. We have to get out of the hustle mentality. We have to get out of the grind mentality. We have to get out of the sleep when I die mentality. And we have to get out of the wishing our life away mentality. So number four thing, if I could go back and tell baby Katie a good lesson, it would be like, slow the fuck down, bitch. Stop wishing your life away and stop being in this hustle, hurry culture. You know, it's like when you say to your friends, like, oh, how are you? And they go, I'm just so busy, just busy. But, oh, you know, it's all good. It's all good things. I'm so grateful. I'm like, all righty then, moving on. (laughs) And you might be in your car right now or you might be taking your walk, listening to me, and you might be shaking your head and saying, oh, my God, it's like she's talking to me. It's because I am talking to you because I am you. We are all connected, ambitious. Don't forget that. Number five, know your gifts and use them to power your purpose. Know your gifts and use them to power your purpose. People are genuinely happier when they know why they are here, what their gifts and talents are, and and use them to make money and impact people's lives for the better. If you do work that makes you feel like you're living in your mission and your purpose, it will be like play. Who doesn't want to be in a state of childlike pleasure on a daily basis? I certainly know I want to. In the Bible, Matthew 18 verses one through five, it says, and he said, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. I mean, you know, I love me some Jesus. You know, I love to butcher the Bible every time I come on here. But remember, heaven is inside of us and so is hell. So to be in that childlike energy, to be like children, we make our lives heaven on earth. When we get too serious, when we get too grown up, when we get too like, you know, smug and tight assed, we become elderly in our energy. So everything we do, we sh- it should be play. Like, you know, every so often 
Well, well, I'll give you an example. The other night I went out with my friend Kelly Gallagher, who I just simply adore, and her husband is just amazing. And, you know, such peer groups. And, you know, we're not like spring chickens. Like, we're we're not like, you know, 20 years old, but we fucking laugh our balls off and we just make the funniest jokes. And the other night we were just like talking about like, I know this sounds like trashy, but we were talking about like potty humor, like the whole night. And I was just like dying. And then the next day we woke up, Matt and I, and he was like, oh my God, wasn't it so fun to be with Kelly and Ed and just like the jokes and everything. And I was just like, yeah, it reminds me when I spend time with him, it reminds me of being in high school at like you know, lunch break where you're just like, you know, busting jokes about farts. I I don't know. It just, I love it. It makes me feel young. It makes me feel alive. So remember, be like children and don't take yourself so fucking seriously. Have a little fun for Christ's sakes. And when we don't take ourselves seriously and we know our purpose and we only do that, we have fun and we know our purpose, everything else you just know is a fucking distraction and it's keeping you from living your best life. So be like children. Don't take yourself so per- so seriously and then know your purpose, know your gifts, and then use them to create wealth. That's it. <laughs> Number six. Oh, this is a hard one for a lot of you and bitches out there. Don't take things so personal. This is what I would tell baby Katie. I lived most of my first 30 years in this earth taking everything that someone said to me as if it were a death sentence. Someone could say the tiniest, most minute thing to me and in an instant it would change my entire day. And this is so true. And still it happens. I'm not perfect. I'm still working on myself. Remember, I'm a work in progress. And now I realize that what people say and do to me is a direct reflection of their own inner demons and their own torturous thought loops and their own drifting and their own hypnotic rhythm. Like I always say, let go and let God. And it's never about you. It's never about you. How many things have you taken so personal and it just ate you up inside and then you realized like a couple weeks later, the person came to you and said like, I'm really sorry that I treated you that way. I was just having such a hard day. Clients do it to me all the time. They'll inbox me or they'll write on our private Facebook pages for like the ambitious protocol or whatever. And they'll be like, I don't know why I'm fasting. This is a, this is so hard. This is stupid. This is unhealthy. And I'm like, okay, bitch. And then I call them to the carpet. And then you know what they say to me? Oh, I'm sorry. I was fighting with my child today. Or I'm sorry. You know, my dog is in the vet at the vet sick. Or it's never about you. It's always their own shit. So let it go. Stop taking things so seriously and so personal. It's one of the four agreements, right? Don Miguel Ruiz, that book, The Four Agreements, great, 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 amazing book. It's such a simple read. It's such a simple, you know, it's simple, but it ain't easy, right? Taking things personal, me telling you don't take things personal, it's really simple concept. It's really, 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 really basic, but it's not easy. And that's what trips you up. So stop taking things so personal. Number eight, this is a hard pill to swallow. Your biggest failures are setting you up for your biggest successes. Let me say that again, 
because a lot of us are feeling like motherfucking failures right now in the middle of this global pandemic, in the middle of an economic crisis, at the tail end of, if you're listening to this right now, um, we're right, uh, right in America, we're right about to have our presidential election. There's a lot of shit going on. A lot of us feel like we have no control. A lot of us feel totally out of out of sorts. We feel like we don't even know who we are. We look in the mirror and we're like, who the fuck is staring back at us? But remember, your biggest failures are setting you up for your biggest successes. I've experienced my fair share of failure, breakdowns, heartbreaks, breakups, meltdowns, fucking losing everything. But now that I'm old enough to connect the dots, I can see that every failure, every failure led me to the next door that I would open so that I may step deeper into my life's purpose. So I'm here to tell you, wherever you are in your ambitious journey, fail and fail often. Failure means you're actually alive and kicking and taking some motherfucking risks. Failure is important and it's integral to success and learning and evolution and ascension and leveling up and living your most ambitious life. So instead of being like, oh my God, I failed, I'm such a loser, Ask yourself, okay, I fucked up. That was that was that was a test. What did I learn from it? And how can I change this going forward? Like, for example, when I was younger, I was like, you know, I, I loved using credit cards because I, I literally was so dumb because I was never really taught financial literacy. Uh, I just thought like it was free money. I'll, I'll always have to work. I'll always make money. I'll just like ring up my credit cards, buy people, you know, dinner, buy like, you know, thousand dollar pairs of shoes and $3,000 purses and just all, like all this junk. And I was just like, you know, using the credit cards like it was cash in the bank, like it was liquid. And then I f- financially fucked up more than a couple times when I was younger. And now I am so literate when it comes to finances. I love the stock market. I love investing. I understand money. I get it. But if I didn't fuck up royally with my cash and my credit situation when I was in my early 20s, I wouldn't be financially prosperous and abundant and wealthy like I am now. And I didn't come from money. I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth, as many of you haven't. So, you know, if I didn't fuck up money-wise when I was younger, I wouldn't be teaching financial literacy. I wouldn't have the companies that I have. I wouldn't be abundant like I am. I wouldn't be teaching business and money mindset to women and men all over the world if it wasn't for financially failing when I was younger and learning my lesson. And instead of just like keeping up doing that. I was like, oh, whatever. Just charge this credit card. I was like, oh shit. Like this isn't real money. This is fake. And I don't want to work, you know, like a one-armed wallpaper hanger for the rest of my life. I want to have like flow and time to rest and all that stuff. And you can't, if you're just a slave to your credit card and paying it off every month and working to just buy shit to impress people who you don't even like. And they probably don't even like you either. (laughs) So fail and fail often. And remember that your failures are setting you up for your biggest, biggest success. Number nine, love should always fill you up and should never, ever deplete you. If you're having relationships with people, no matter who they are, blood, lover, coworker, friend, a good rule of thumb 
to make sure that the relationships that you are having are divinely guided is to ask yourself if you feel full and nourished and revitalized and are bursting with love after you spend your precious time with these people. And if, if not, if you feel bone dry and you just feel like an energy vampire has been sucking your carotid artery all day long and you feel like a bag of smashed assholes once you leave that dinner or leave that person's home or leave that coffee date, then that is a huge red flag to say, okay, this relationship needs to be mended or it needs to be moved away. And I hate to say this, y'all, but it is truly that cut and dry. This concept is truly that simple. Again, it's not easy. I don't really think anything on this list is easy per se. It's all of these things that I'm talking about, the, the 10 items that I would love to have the chance to go back and tell my, my younger self. All of these things are simple concepts, but none of them are easy. You have to really want to live life ambitiously and you have to really desire to change your life for the better. And it's hard. It's some of the hardest things that I've had to learn. But I'm glad that I got the chance to live this life and to learn these things and now pass them on to all my bitches from all over the world. Last but not least, this is the 10th and final thing that I would love to have the chance to go back and tell my younger self. This too shall pass. So this was like a thing that my dad would tell me when I was a little girl and I'd be like, shut the fuck up. What do you know about life? (laughs) Poor Mike. Mike Boyd, if you're out there, I love you. Don't think I don't forget that you always would say this too shall pass. And I probably eye roll you every time. And now I'm like, oh, my dad's a wise motherfucker. So this too shall pass. This old Persian adage is one of my father would just repeat and repeat and repeat growing up to me. It reflects on the temporary nature or ephemerality, ephemerality. I can't even fucking, I can't even read my own words. Hooked on phonics works for me. The ephemerality of the human condition. There was this fable of a powerful king and he asked all the wise men around him to assemble and create a ring that would make him happy when he felt sad. So anytime he looked upon this ring and felt sad, he would instantly become happy. So the sages in his kingdom created a ring and on it was etched the words, this too shall pass. This made the king happy in sad times, but in sad times, it made him, and yes, so pretty much the king would get really happy in sad times when he saw the ring, this too shall pass. But when he was happy, it made him sad. So it was almost like a curse and a blessing all in one ring. Because when he would have a bad day or something would be plaguing his mind or he would be struggling with something, he'd look down at his ring and it would say, you know, this too shall pass. And he would just know, okay, bad times are not forever. But then when you have these really happy times too, you have to also relish those times because you're not going to be happy 24-7 for the rest of your life unless you have a fucking severe mental illness and you don't even know that you're happy or sad. You're just like living in an alternate dimension. So no matter where you are in life and what you may be experiencing, all things, good and bad, end. So sucking the marrow out of your life and doing what you desire every day that you were alive on this three-dimensional earth plane is how you live life ambitiously. And this truly is the ultimate success. And this truly is the ultimate fuck you. 
So remember, last but not least, the words, this too shall pass. So those are the top 10 things that I would love to have the chance to go back and tell my younger self. But the great part is, is I've realized and come to these conclusions now, and I'm 39 years old. I'm going into my 40th birthday in February of 2021. And I love, love, love this list that I compiled. And I hope to God that this helped you today. I hope that it really sunk in. And I hope that it made you also think about your own life and what you would like to say to your younger self if you had the chance. But remember, we have the rest of our lives to live the best of our lives. So why not take what I just taught upon and use it for your highest, greatest good? So I would love for you guys to share this podcast with as many people as you know. I don't have any ads on this podcast. Uh, So my one ask for you, the quid pro quo, the balance of energy is for you to share this podcast with as many people as you know. And if you are looking to have some serious inspiration, you can go on over to www.kbmfc.com and you can go peruse around Level Up. And you can also right now purchase uh, the next installment of Bitch Boxes. So the Bitch Box is $200. It has a book, an ambitious book signed by yours truly with a personal note. It has everything that you need for all of your spiritual practices, a bunch of really amazing goodies. And then you are uh, then welcome into our private Ambitious Insiders Book Club. Our next book club starts early January 2021. Uh, I will be announcing times and dates very, very, very soon. But if you purchase your bitch box now, you will be in our January book club. You can also get the Ambitious hardcover copy of the book by getting our bitch bundle. And in that bitch bundle is uh, a hardcover copy of Ambitious, our limited edition Victoria Duke Beauty and Ambitious collaboration of our gorgeous lip gloss called Ambitious. It's the most perfect baby blush pink. It's gorgeous. If you want to check out what the lip gloss looks like, you can go on over to my Facebook page or Instagram and check out my Luke, <laughs> my Luke of the day. I have a pink a blush colored beret and I have my lip gloss is poppin'. Uh, And then you also will receive a two-hour virtual coaching call with me. So the book, the gloss, a two-hour coaching call, and that's $99.99. Or you can get your bitch box. It's $200 with everything that you need to be ambitious and enter into our 12-week book club where once a week for 12 weeks, we go live on Zoom. And I read a chapter of the book live, and then we go into it like a really deep dive and a whole Q&A. It's fucking amazing. You guys have no idea. The book club this time around has been one of the most incredible experiences of my life. And don't forget that you can also get the ebook version on Amazon Kindle. And again, I would love if you have already purchased your Amazon Kindle e-reader to go on to the Ambitious Book page and leave us a five-star and written review. And I'm going to be giving out some prizes for that as well. How exciting. So I hope that this podcast helped you really like just think deeply about your life and and what you need to truly adopt to really step into living your most ambitious life. 
Thank you guys for showing up here week after week and supporting me and all of your bitches from all over the world in this ambitious movement. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Thank you.